It's fine. Oh. Welcome to 20 Minutes with Joelle and Stephen. This is our second take, because apparently I said something very inappropriate the first time. Oh, man. So innocently, though. So innocently. Yes. Anyway. I was talking about clowning around, you know, <laughs> how they throw pies at each other. Okay. We'll stop it there. Okay. Anyway, this is our podcast where we talk for 20 minutes, usually it's a little longer, about movies, TVs. And books. And books. So. Let me get sorted so I don't make a lot of noise. Okay. So let's get started with movies. Okay, cool. So this week, I rewatched Edge of Edge Tomorrow, of tomorrow uh, three times. Something... I would say this is like your favorite movie. It probably is. I've watched it more than 30 times. Yeah, in a definitely. day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something where I like, it never bugs me or I never feel like I need to look at it when I'm painting mm-hmm. and it doesn't bug me with the noise or whatever. I don't know. There's something about it. I love it. There is something about it. And I remember you telling me to watch it and we watched it together. And there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom or like, you know, yeah. a dull moment. It was very well done. I loved the action. I loved the casting. Yep. Tom Cruise, Tom Emily Cruise Blunt. funny. And like, yeah, in a, in romantic, it's a Groundhog Day, but like, sci-fi they're trying to yeah he keeps reliving the day trying to figure out how to win this sci-fi war mm-hmm. against these aliens anyway i love it yeah it's uh, great other than that i watched um christmas night a christmas a night, night before christmas or the night before christmas no nah, i think it's called the christmas night or something like that what? it's a new it's netflix the night before christmas <laughs> sure it's a new netflix yep so Movie. Uh, Hallmark movie, whatever. It's terrible, as expected. Mm-hmm. But I do like the guy who plays the knight. It, it's very much like um that enchant. What's that? Enchanted, enchanted. Enchanted. Not enchanted. It's the other one, where she goes through the sewer in New York. It's not it's called the enchanted. Sewer. Yeah, that's enchanted. With Amy Adams. Oh, I'm thinking of Ella Enchanted as the wrong oh, one. Oh, okay. The That's, night before yeah. Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up so, to prove myself right. I think it's fun if you just want to put it on and whatever. Yeah. But the the lines are so bad that you'll be like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in one scene, someone in the background's like, it's so romantic <laughs> to like whatever they were doing. Just like that classic oh, filler. I feel like there's so many of these movies and like they are what they are. It's like um, made for TV movies that you see on like the yeah. W network, which is like women's network. And they're just so awful. But yet there's something about them that just draws you in. I think they're kind of like what movies started out as just like a silly escape from reality. Like I guess so. You know, there's really uh, no substance to it. It's just I feel like there was better writing back then. I feel like there was more substance to it back then. A little more. Sure, but I'm just saying like, a little more class. You know, you you press play on this movie kind of knowing what you're gonna get. Yeah. So it's stuff like my lady, your steel horse obeys you so well. It's like oh, ugh. and it's like the car. <laughs> yes. The car. Like learn 
Like, after the first day, you should probably be calling it a, a car yeah. now instead of a steel horse. Yeah. But sure, guy, keep keep going with that joke. I know. I rewatched Noel with the kids. They are very into it. And I was just noticing so many of those sorts of things. Like, yeah. how they say, like, oh, my garland. Or, like, holy garland. <laughs> it's like, well, ho, ho, ho. Like, you yeah. know, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's not very creative. So I also watched some of the irishman this is like a four-hour movie on netflix that came out about jimmy hoffa that's the name no idea some some famous gangster really good actors it's like you know a stellar cast ray romano oh no way (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's like the least famous person in it uh there's robert de niro that's saying something because ray romano is really famous sure Okay, he's not the least famous person in it. Okay. Anyway, it's just very unpleasant, um, which is the whole point. It's right. a it's a gangster, it's a gangster movie. movie, and um, like I was watching it as like just something to kind of have on while I was working, and it's way too visceral and like realistically violent to just have like on in the background. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's too way too intense. You know, I used to be able to watch so many of those films with like really hardcore violence but ever since having our kids i just i cannot stomach it yeah um there's just something where it's just it affects me in such a different way and i just find it really gross and i get like haunted by these images and sometimes i think about that like how people can watch all these like tarantino films and stuff and be like totally okay and not have those gory images in their mind you know yeah interesting anyway what else did you watch anything else hot rod oh yeah i freaking love that movie (laughs) it is so funny i keep thinking of this one line (laughs) it just Mm -hmm. makes me laugh every time when him and his brother are like may your (laughs) like may your blah blah be mighty (laughs) they do like this weird chant with each other where they're like spirit of the eagle that's and what and I haven't watched that movie since I was like not eight, like seventeen. <laughs> I couldn't remember. We need to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So good. It's so cool. funny. Well, should we do our segment? Yeah. Okay. okay here we go. I've been practicing. Awkward moments. <laughs> <laughs> this is our returning segment called Awkward Moments. <laughs> And this time it's Joelle's turn. Oh, I am dreading telling this story. So I was. I don't know why. It's funny. I know. It's a good anecdote. Okay. So when I was in like grade seven or eight, I was sleeping over at my best friend's house. Oh, you're going with this one. Yeah. What one did you think I was going with? The poo poo one. No. (laughs) I didn't tell that story. That one is embarrassing. That one is horrifyingly embarrassing this one's like unintentionally this one is but it's like more awkward and uncomfortable when you like think about it Uh, only when i guess yeah i guess okay so anyway i was shut up and tell the story (laughs) okay that's impossible i was sleeping over at my friend's house and when i was younger i used to sleepwalk quite a bit and i was like what's the word like conscious while I was sleepwalking and I'm sure like some people who have slept walk could understand like you're kind of aware of what you're doing but you can't you don't realize that it's actually happening you think you're just in a weird dream 
So I had sleptwalk. <laughs> we were sleeping in our living room. I think it's sleepwalked. Sleepwalked. Whatever. I walked while sleeping <laughs> up to her dad's room. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was in there and I was crying for some reason, obviously in a weird state and dream. And I was standing over his bed crying and he woke up and was like, oh, Joelle, are you okay? And instead of speaking, I got into bed with him. (laughs) And he instantly got out. (laughs) Thankfully, I think he was very like, I don't know, like what the heck is going on? And I slept there and then I woke up. I feel like almost instantly and I was like, holy crap, that was real. <laughs> and so I like got out of his bed and like tiptoed back down to the living room. And he had been sleeping there in a, in a chair. And he was like, Joelle, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just went back to sleep. Yeah. It's funny that oh you s- just gosh. say yep because you just want it to be over. Yep. But it would have been less awkward if you're like, oh my gosh, I was sleepwalking. I know. I know. I but know. instead of just being like, yeah, that was totally fine. Yeah. How awkward was it when you woke up in his bed? Man, that'd be weird. Yeah. And it, yeah, I don't think I ever slept over there again. <laughs> yeah. It was just so And he was bizarre. grateful. Yeah, he was probably like, what the heck is going on? I mean, he's, he knew me. He had known me for a really long time. So like, it wasn't like weird or anything. Right. But like now I think it's awkward because, you know, you think of it as, as an adult and like if our kid ever went into someone else's bed, I would be like quite disturbed and like, yeah. you know, paranoid anyway. It reminds me of when you, you don't do it anymore, but when we were first married. Yeah. When I used to sleep talk. You slept talked. It sleeped talkated. <laughs> All the time. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious <laughs> and very fun. Sometimes I still because, have those moments, though. Like, remember the one time? What uh, did I say to you recently? I said something in my sleep, and you always text me. Oh, I say, it was I one know. thing. It yeah. was like I have to get all the Dorito sandwiches for ready for work or something. Okay, I don't know. Well, that sounds delicious. <laughs> but <laughs> it was something funny. No, but I could have conversations with you when you were sleep talking. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could ask you about your dream, like, where you were and what you were doing and who was there. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was nothing crazy or sexual. (laughs) But um, I'd always be like, oh, is Steve in there? I'm like, ugh, no. No, you're like, yeah. It's like, how's he look? You're like, good. (laughs) You know, this is actually a thing. I looked it up online. Um, I can't remember, but there was a celebrity recently who had the same thing, like, they would have be able to have conversations in their sleep. Anyway, yeah, moral of the story is I'm a weirdo, <laughs> especially when I sleep. Whew, okay, moving on. See, it wasn't that intense. It wasn't that intense, but it's, yeah, it's awkward and embarrassing. Totally. Okay, let's talk about TV. Television. So I've been watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, and Hannah Montana with the kids. Yeah. It's hilarious. Hannah Montana's golden. Yeah, it's really funny. I find like all those Disney shows from that time. That era, yeah. Are actually really funny. Like what that's are the so Raven is now? so funny. I don't even know. Like the descendants. Oh. 
Yeah, the sentence, it honestly, is really bad. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast already. Did we? Yeah. I think so. Okay, so what shows have you been watching on your own? Well, the new Netflix show called Happy Mary Whatever. Very Mary Very happy whatever. whatever. Very merry whatever. Sure. If you say so. Um, I think it's bad, but it's also it's like a holiday sitcom, yeah. a Hallmark sitcom. Like it's very, I want to use the term placid. Like it's very like whatever. Yeah, I haven't even been able to get through the first episode. And I love Dennis Quaid. Like he's one of my honestly. I don't like him. Congratulations. I think now he's creepy and weird. Because you watched that one show. Well, that that one movie did not help. But I just find him like gross, and there's like always something in his throat, and like oh. in his throat. The way he talks, it's very guttural. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and they always have him like hitting on younger people, and it's like, dude, he's old. Well, he is engaged to someone who's not much older than me. His face is all puffy now. Mm, maybe he's going to college. <laughs> spreading rumors <laughs> um, but it's okay i i'd recommend it if you want like sure. a very light sitcom i think uh, um i ending the episode i think ashley you know it has good actors like funny actors yeah. they just have terrible lines terrible lines like and the laugh track is just painful yeah. it's bad to have a laugh track when you know it's not in front of a live audience yeah, and it's just awkward. I don't, I'm kind of over sitcoms because I hate how they have to wait for the joke to end and the laughing to end and then the person responds. It's just very like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like that would be in a live audience. That would be the case. Absolutely. I don't like sitcoms for that reason. I like fast pace. Like I love quick humor Yes, Where happy it's endings, like, community. Yeah, so you hear it, and then like, you know, four seconds later, you're like, oh, like, it finally clicks in. Like, I don't know, I just think it's funny, and it's more interesting that way. Yeah. So. Okay, very, merry, happy souks. No, it's <laughs> not very, great, merry, but it's like that holiday thing you can yeah. put on. Although it's kind of like the first episode, Ashley Tisdale, Tisdale her character, gets divorced. Yeah, um, spoiler alert. Yep. (laughs) And like, I guess it's trying to deal with some like actual real holiday issues that come up, like families. And like the new boyfriend coming. Yeah. And like this guy loses his job and not telling his parents because he wanted to be embarrassed and like the super high standards of the parent. Mm, And like Ashley Tisdale, I think, is going to come out as gay. Oh. And they have like a very Christian strict father, which I'm sure he's going to be totally fine with it. Yeah, and because it's a sitcom. And yes, it's not reality. <laughs> it, it's like touching on these things, but it's not really going to be like intense. Yeah, but. yeah. I I don't appreciate those things. I mean, I just feel like I don't know. We'll save it for a different over serious yeah, issues. It's kind of making things like painting it all in like such a good picture, and it's you know upsetting for people who actually have those experiences, and uh, it's not like that. Yeah. It could be like a teaching tool, like, hey, parents, if you're watching this and this happens in your family, if your son loses a jo- his job, don't like. Freak him out. You should be supportive. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's like, like what you. they okay. do. Okay. Cool. What else have you watched? Have you watched any other TV shows? We finished Kevin Can Wait. Yeah, and it was okay. 
It was great. Yeah. It's very funny, second season. Yeah, second season really gets its footing. Yeah. It just kind of ends, though. Yeah, it's just it like, didn't get picked up for another season. Well, even... Even still, it didn't have a series finale. Yeah. Or like a season finale. It was just kind of like, there's another episode and then there are no more episodes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That's it. So together, well, on my own, I wanted to rewatch Lost. Oh, yeah. Um, which is one of my favorite television shows of all time. Mine too. Yeah. And so I asked Stephen, do you want to rewatch Lost with me? And he was like, nah. And so I put on the pilot episode and you can't not watch it. Cannot watch not watch that show. So we've been rewatching it together and I am like I just have to like pause it at so many times and be like, "Oh my gosh, I love this. Like this is so good." You know. Yeah. I get really into this show. It's definitely a show and there are some shows like this where it's really enjoyable to rewatch it and yes. try and see all the how Everything kind of fits together. Fits together and all the hints that they had given you. Yeah. Which you can only do for shows where they actually had planned it out from the beginning. Because like, I I don't know how far they had planned. I'm sure I should read a book one day about it. But like, it really feels like they had the entire thing very well mapped out. Yeah. Maybe not perfectly in the last couple seasons. Yeah. But like everyone's backstories. Yeah. And all that stuff. Like there was a ton of development that happened before they actually shot this. I know. I don't want to talk about it too much just because we're going to be watching it for a while. And I want to talk about the ending of that show on the podcast for sure. Because it like does something to my body when someone (laughs) says, oh, the ending sucked. (laughs) They were all dead the whole time. It just like infuriates me. I know. it. Honestly, when people say that, no offense to anyone watching this. But <laughs> with your ears, <laughs> watching it with your ears, I um, honestly do consider. <laughs> yeah, basically, I think you're an idiot. And what were you watching? Yeah, because if you, I don't see how you can watch that and not think there's. Uh... Sorry, that was my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, and not think there's like there's a lot of substance there. Mm-hmm. Like, was it? What you wanted? Mm. Me, personally? No, I mean, of these other people. I don't know exactly what people wanted, but I can't see how it would have ended in any other way that would have meant as much as it did. Like, everyone's things got tied up. Okay, we're not going to talk about it. Okay. We'll talk about it after. When we finish it. Yeah. Well, that's going to be in like three years, but okay. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any other TV shows? I think we're good. Tell us about your book okay. that you're reading. So I'm reading The First Phone Call from Heaven by Mitch Album, And I'm almost halfway through. It's very, just a sweet story. Um, like all of his books, they kind of have like a positive message. And they're about bringing people together. And You said this last episode. Oh, did I? Well, I'm repeating it again. Move on, lady. <laughs> But it it's interesting and it kind of reminds me of Lost a little bit in that there's several different characters and storylines that all are about to tie into each other and yeah. relate. Basically, this girl um, receives a phone call one day and it's from her mother who has died. And she talks to her mother on the phone. And just for like a few short minutes and like these different characters, I think there's about seven of them, all have these phone calls from people that they have either known or had 
you know, a relationship with that have passed away. And so there's a lot of talk about, you know, the afterlife and um, how this like small town in Michigan deals with that and how the clergy of this church deals with it and the other churches. And it's very, very interesting so far. And being a religious person and having my own set of beliefs with regards to like the afterlife, it's interesting to see how other people sort of hope for it to be and how that ties into what we actually believe and what yeah. our church teaches. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out and like why these people are receiving these phone calls and kind of what it all means. Is it meant to be like a Christian book or not, I don't know non-denominational? I think it's meant to be non-denominational. They definitely talk about specific um, religions and organizations in the book. Like, all positive so it's not like bashing or anything which i appreciate i don't like that kind of stuff but it also ties in um some history so it talks about the invention of the telephone um with alexander graham bell and how someone else um was also developing the telephone at that time and like goes into specific details of how that came to be so it's really neat i'm learning lots of cool stuff well that's always nice and look at that. We're not too far over time. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Mm-hmm. If you could be a part of Star Wars, like if you could live in a world, would you pick Harry Potter world or Star Wars world? Should we leave this on a cliffhanger and I'll give my answer no. next episode? <laughs> I'd choose Harry Potter. Oh, i choose Star I Wars. I feel like... Harry Potter is a much more pleasant world than Star Wars. Yeah, totally. With like all the gross things and like a noseless wizard trying to kill you. That's one guy and he's gone. Okay. Okay, I would choose Harry Potter because it's Earth and I would be a muggle. You would be? Well, yeah, I'm human. Well, this is a make-believe scenario. Okay, then I'd be a witch. Can I be a vampire? (laughs) Do they have vampires in Harry Potter? I don't think they do. I feel like they should. I'm sure, you know what? I think I should rewrite the books with vampires. I think they do. You know, Harry Potter is on my list of things to read next year. Yeah? I'm planning to finish the first phone call from heaven, and then I'm going to end my year with one of the greatest books of all time. I'm wondering what the second phone call from heaven's like. Well, it's in the book. It starts with the first phone call, and then it goes on more well howdy doody mm-hmm. well that was another episode of joelle and Stephen 20 minutes with <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening yeah we hope you enjoyed and we um, appreciate you make sure to give us thumbs up and subscribe be careful making pie jokes that's all i have yeah. to say all right good night <laughs>